welcome back to Grace Talks, a Christian's women's podcast that studies the Bible, the women in it, and applies it to our lives today. Uh, But today we're back with another segment of Real Talks where we get to talk about godly women with our peers and we get to just talk about the topics that have been on our heart lately. I got another new guest with us today. Chloe, would you like to introduce yourself? My name's Chloe Shelby. I am from Florida, Texas, just north of Austin. I am a first-year graduate student at Texas A&M studying recreation youth development and working on my event planning certification. That's awesome. So what else do you do on all of your busy free time and stuff like that? Is there anything else that's passionate to you hobby-wise? Yeah, so I love football. I'm working as an athletic training manager for the football team this year as well as working in student-athlete services. And when I'm not balancing sports, I love just adventuring, going through the Texas Hill Country specifically, but just finding a bunch of different small towns to explore. A bunch of reading and baking, just a lot of calm activities and opportunities to be in nature. She's always writing about stuff and has an awesome, what is your uh, adventure page on Instagram, Chloe's? What is Close it? Texas Adventures. Close Texas Adventures. <laughs> They're good. There's some spots I want to be checking out. Yeah, definitely. When she's not busy doing all of this stuff, she's also got a strong heart for God, just like the rest of us, and she's learning new things all the time. So what has been on your heart recently when it comes to your faith? So right now the word B has been on my heart. I think on Instagram, it was last week, there were two or three posts that were on my friend's stories, completely unrelated people, and I should have took a screenshot of it, but it was somewhere along the lines of, beloved, be grounded where you are. Ooh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And just with a heart that's always on the run, and especially as a woman in the sport industry, trying to propel my career, it can be so easy to always look 10 steps ahead and not be grounded, and just enjoying the moment and living in the time. So I've been reading Dream Big by Bob Goff. I love him so much. He's great, but along with the whole B, so it was page 194 and 195, and it was just multiple sentences that were starting with B. So be picky and wise about what you tie yourself to. It's one of the most important decisions you'll make in the process. Be not afraid, and be picky about your words. You only need a few of them. So I think B is just really cool because it encapsulates so many different things of just kind of a state of mind of being grounded, but then also be still. Psalm 4610 is one of my favorite things because, again, just always looking forward, always looking ahead. It's hard to stop and just look around you. Yeah. And then not getting your, not settling. There's so many things where I could compromise my ambitions, my values to get what I personally want. But I have to just trust that the Lord's going to guide me. And open the doors that he needs to. Exactly. Yeah. Thinking of that be still moment. Thinking of that. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking of that be still phrase. Talking in the episode I just did for Exodus. Mm -hmm. There's that moment when they're going through the reds. They have to go through the red scene. They go, why'd you bring us out here? I'm panicked. Bad things are happening. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just be still. The Lord's going to fight for Mm -hmm. you. It's the same thread. I like that. It's like in chaos and in good things. It's just be exactly and especially in 2020 at 2020 and 2021 (laughs) like this is just as chaotic as it could possibly get hopefully (laughs) whoa man (laughs) (laughs) jinxed words no uh being forced to go into quarantine or being forced to have other things Mm -hmm. that planned on taken off the radar you had no choice but to be wherever you were at because all of a sudden 
you didn't have the option of going and distracting yourself with being a busy bee everywhere else. You exactly. just had to deal with your Zoom meetings and then figure out what you wanted to do with yourself, mm-hmm. whether that was improve it or take a break or anything else. So what does it mean to be grounded when it comes to like your faith? Being grounded in faith is so important to me. Again, just in a world where it's so easy to compromise who you are as a person and fall just captive to the world, you kind of have to remember to lose yourself and pick up your or take up his cross mm-hmm. and just stay firm in your beliefs. Trust that God's going to carry you through the tough waters. Yeah. Because right now there's just constant <laughs> waves. And if you just try to fight back, you're, you're going to fail. Yeah, especially by yourself. It's uh, that concept of what you're grounded in, mm-hmm. I think, is a really good point. And what you grow from, the kind of fruits that you bear. Exactly. So why do you think being grounded has been on your heart lately? Has it been a long-term thing that's always been, or is it just because you saw those words on the Instagram page? So I think every year at the beginning of the year, I like to do a what's your why and what's your one word. I love that. Okay. Thank you. So last year it was still, uh-huh. and that was taken off of Psalm 4610. And so going into senior year, it was also just, again, like what's next? What career am I going to have? Am I going to get an opportunity in football? Such a fight. Yeah. (laughs) But this year, I think with the pandemic, it was kind of more B Mm -hmm. because there's just so many other things aside from being still. So I think I was able to master the art of being still and I've started to take time going on walks and investing in myself and reading my Bible more and just having quiet time. Yeah. But they were also just... Now I'm just starting to look forward again to what's next. So I kind of just want to be focused on being grounded as well. Yeah. And I feel I like, like it's that. kind of a separation of stillness of quiet time and taking it in mm-hmm. versus grounded is also just being in the moment. So Yeah, like rooted into it. Exactly, rooted. I like that. I always like whenever there's those good metaphor mm-hmm. pictures and visuals because I'm a super visual person. Yes. I like it. What is your favorite way to be grounded in your faith? So I know you mentioned reading your Bible, but Mm -hmm. I know there's a ton of other ways and going on walks. Are those your favorite or do you have any others? I think nature and music are my favorite. Me too. (laughs) Because nature's just, there's so many times where we're like, God, like, that sunset just completely masterpiece. Yeah. (laughs) And the sunsets lately have been phenomenal and I'm just like... Ah. <laughs> it gets you emotional because exactly. it's so pretty. Exactly. Like, there's sometimes where I've, like, literally just teared up. I could just be walking because I live down the road from Reed and just all the sports facilities. So sometimes I'll just walk to work. And it's just when the sun's hitting just right, a nice little breeze. Like, you can feel his presence there. Yes. Or, like, those cooler mornings that we have and you go out and the sun hits you just yes. right. And you're just like, oh, yes. I love that you created this. Exactly. Like, the warmth just feels like he's hugging you. Yes. And that's an awesome way of being grounded because it's also that concept of you're like, just be still and mm-hmm. smell the flowers, as they say. But in our case, it's like, admire the flowers because God created them. Exactly. Really take it all in. And then you said music too? Mm-hmm. So just a nice praise and worship, whether that's by myself. I was so upset because I missed the praise and worship my community group did. Aww. But I just, something about just sitting around a campfire with an acoustic guitar when it happens just so naturally too. I love that. I like being surrounded by peers and all just worshiping and going towards the same thing. Yes. Or when you close your eyes and sometimes you just stop singing 
and the rest of the congregation, you can just hear everybody and... I miss going to Breakaway Live still sometimes mm-hmm. because if there was anything I loved, it was literally having thousands of people in one sports stadium just like singing and they'd stop the music at one point and everyone would just be like, chills. Oh, yeah. Chills. <laughs> I miss that one a lot. Um, I'm glad though that the in-person churches and stuff have had opportunity to safely kind of get mm-hmm. back together. Cause, a lot of them are doing a good job. Yeah. I have a hard time being grounded if I don't have fellowship, whether that's Bible studies and weekly yes. churches, because all of a sudden you look and you go, oh my gosh, it has been like a month and I haven't even stopped to think about Jesus in the least. Like this is mm-hmm. no wonder I'm sad all the time. <laughs> exactly. And especially just always going. If I don't have that time to just stop and be with people with like-minded, just I'm gone. It also, it makes you feel alone. I think it's really cool. My friend was talking about this with Breakaway about how when you're going through something, you go to Breakaway, you go to your church service or community group, and it feels like the message is like directly curated for you, even though there's thousands of other people going through completely different things. Yeah. I think that's a cool part about the Bible, too. My mom used to always say, because I remember one time I asked her, why do you read the Bible multiple times? Like, you've already read, like, you don't reread books, although, like, some people mm-hmm. do, I have before. It's like, why would you reread that long book? She goes, well, at every age you are, you're going to take away something different from it. Yes. So I can read the same passage when I was 20, I'm going to take away different when I'm 30, that I'm going to take away differently next month when someone else speaks about it. And so now I just understand. I go, oh, so there's new things to learn about it. Exactly. It's concrete, but at the same time, it's ever-changing with our lives. It's crazy how something from 2,000 years ago can, and and longer, applies to us still. And it's just everything, especially Old Testament, just, I feel like we're living it right now. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely the whole history repeats itself, but I think that's just such a testament to God's faithful then, he's faithful now. The fact that he doesn't run out of patience regularly astounds me. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think another we're going back to B is I took a, like a friendship survey last year. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of different, like, because I want to focus on living with passion and purpose. Love that. And to be bold and empathetic as a leader. Oh, those are good. And so I asked my friends to kind of just rate me on that and other things and just how I was able to serve them better. And boldness was actually one of my lowest rated critiques so I really focused on being bold yeah and so I think that's also helped with being grounded of just staying firm in my faith being bold in my faith to not compromise just wrapping back up to that but that popped in my head again I love that and suddenly I want to make a friendship survey (laughs) I I didn't know that was a thing everybody to make one it's so easy we have all the google files and stuff yeah google docs and then I asked just like When's your birthday, favorite candies, so I can keep track of all that too, but... I'm literally going to write this down. I'll send you the template. Oh my gosh, yes. I'll send it to you. This is a template. I love that so much. Yes. That's awesome. I think it's so helpful though. Yeah. Not only getting to know your other friends, but also checking in on how you're doing. Exactly. Because I feel like sometimes people don't really voice things if it doesn't come up. Yeah. Especially if it's a little thing. Exactly. I like that a lot. I think that's cool. Thank you. That B category is really fun. That B grounded. It's so much fun. There's so many ways you could go with it. Is there, um, so you said B grounded and you're working on being bold and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Are there any other ones that you're like working on being? I think those are the The two biggest that consistently keep popping up. Yeah. Okay. 
I, it's probably a good call to stick with little ones because I know that if I set too many goals for myself, I get overwhelmed with them. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. way better to focus on a couple at a time. And I feel like it just kind of more, is more of a seasonal thing, too. Because we're all, we are, the, our seasons of life, I think, change every couple weeks because human <laughs> emotions can only last yes. about that long. Yes. <laughs> what advice would you give to people who are looking to be more grounded or who maybe don't even just understand what they're feeling, but they realize that they just need to be something? I think it's just really huge to find your community and find what keeps you centered. We were talking about that in my community group a few weeks ago mm-hmm. of what just gets us to that point of where you can really feel the spirit. How do you stay grounded in your faith just personally in your relationship? And again, it was just mostly worship. Find those songs that really just make your soul, like you can feel your mm-hmm. soul set ablaze. And again, mine's just going out in nature taking in the world I feel like we get so busy just passing by sometimes if you just sit and observe other people I'm really interested in hearing people's stories all the time so just like going to a sporting event or even at work I'll just see people pass by and just watch how they interact with their friends watch how they're just their mannerisms how they're doing their job and just wondering what's deeper than that I'm wondering what their story is yeah and what they're going through What's your go-to, what's your favorite worship songs right now? Like the ones that are speaking to you. Oh, gosh. This one's old, but I wonder by Leland. Aww. That, that is older. I love that. Mm-hmm. That one always just makes me think of just sitting around a campfire. We, I think that was in an Easter production from when I was like in middle school. And so will I, too. That's the, my tattoo that I have on my ankle. I love that. I love it so much because oh. it's the Mountains Bound reverence, So Will I. Mm-hmm. And I have the mountains on my foot and I have a little So Will I around my ankle because I literally just love it so much. It's Yeah. I think especially it goes so well with Grounded of plant me where you need me to be, mm-hmm. lead me where you want me to go. The literal whole message is you, you gave your life to love them, so will I. Exactly. Like just, that is about grounding your life in it. That's so it's good. It's so powerful. Like. Every time that song comes on, it's just, oh, it's so good. And I miss, we haven't had it, heard it in church in a while, but I wish they would bring it back into churches just for a quick minute. Yes. Because I miss it a yes. lot. And then one of my all-time favorites that I can almost never skip when it comes on my playlist is Your Love is Strong by uh, Corey Asbury. Oh, man, yes. Oh, I love that song, too. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, <sighs> that's another good throwback. Yeah. I love I'll Fly Away. Oh my gosh, that's That's been on repeat lately. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I just love music in every genre, and I know me and you both love country music and things like that too. It's just when they tell a story, it's great, and you can connect with it, and you feel the human emotions. But it's when you get to listen to worship music, and just it's like it's not even your emotion anymore. Exactly. And what's your favorite place in Texas to, like, feel God? Where was, where's your go-to nature? Definitely the hill country. The hill country? Just the rolling hills, because I would love to see mountains, but <laughs> obviously Texas doesn't have mountains, but... The one part I really miss about California was the mountains. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Texas, but... I yeah. wish they just grew some mountains for just us real a, quick. Just a little bit of mountains, especially with the cold weather coming in. Yeah, just a touch of, a splash of mountains. Yeah. Wow. Well. <laughs> but, uh, I just love riding around with the windows down, down a back road, and just when the trees start to canopy, the hills get a little bit bigger, 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. Is there any story in the Bible or a character in the Bible that you think experienced that moment of being grounded or being anything else? So the past few months, I've just really resonated with David. Oh, yeah. And how for so long he was on the run, but he stayed loyal to God through it. And, of course, he had many faults. Right. But what human doesn't, and I think in order to be molded into a great leader, you're going to be tested. And through those tribulations, you just you have to stay firm. And sometimes our timing isn't what we want. No. And it feels like forever. And in our lives, it could be as yeah. long as, yeah. But sometimes it feels chaotic or anxious. Like for me, mm-hmm. um, I'm going through the season of applying for jobs right now. So it's, that, it's anxious. You get mm-hmm. anxious and you're like, oh, God, when are you going to open this door? You have to be patient <laughs> in the pursuit. Mm-hmm. But when God makes a promise, he always fulfills it. Right. And that's the solid ground that's nice to stay on. Yeah. And depend on 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I would struggle so much with just anxiety as a whole if I didn't at least have that to count on. Because even when the whole world is falling apart, if you've got, as you said, like being mm-hmm. grounded and you're being rooted in something, you can't get washed away when all those storms and all those mm-hmm. crazy things happen. Like, you can fall to your knees, for sure. <laughs> there was lots of falling. <laughs> There's lots of falling involved. But at least if your feet are really cemented down in there, you are you don't shift. You can exactly. at least know you're not going to leave your footing. Exactly. There was an FCA camp that I went to a couple years ago. I love I love FCA. They talked about, I'm trying to remember, it might be in Isaiah. I'm drawing a blank. But they're talking about one of the people who's walking into the river. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I was standing on the shore, I was ankle deep, I was this, and then I was like wa- washing away, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, okay, you're all going to be at these different aspects of trusting God in your life. Some of you haven't even dipped a toe in the water. Some of you guys are like testing out the temp. And then some people are getting a little deeper in. He goes, but the worst is when you are almost trusting and you've got like all the waters running up over your shoulders. You're thinking you're going to drown when you could literally just float. You could literally just, yes, let God like let go. And I I don't know. I'm thinking of that being grounded, but also you can't grip on to anything but God. And sometimes God is going to move you and he's going to shift you. Exactly. It's kind of just like being in the Dead Sea. Mm Mm-hmm. You, once you're just able to just relax and submerge yourself in the water, it keeps you afloat. Yeah. And that's God. He's the salt. Yeah. And that's also what we're supposed to be to an extent, too, of mm-hmm. being the salt of the earth and all mm-hmm. these things. Like, we help other people float and other people be grounded. Exactly. What's your go-to way for helping others be grounded? I think mine's probably service. As we were talking about before, I'm an Enneagram, too. Yeah, me, too. So the helper just... I think when I'm able to serve others and love on them, it's kind of been hard lately just with a busy schedule. I want to try to make sure that I'm keeping myself in check because I did a really poor job of that during undergrad. But when I'm able to and just have the energy and my cup is full, just pouring that into others, either like making meals, making treats for them just to drop off, maybe handwritten notes to let them know you're loved. I think a lot of people just... They don't see Jesus in others as much anymore. They hear about Jesus. But I feel like hearing just only goes so much because love is an action word. Mm -hmm. And if they're not experiencing that, then they can know the word and they can memorize every verse in the Bible. But 
until but, but they're able to. But it's not love until it's acted exactly. out. Exactly. And it has to be through the actions of others, too. I love that. Love is an action word. That's a good one. I Thank like you. <laughs> I love that. My friend came up just over the summer. She was talking about, I think she made little flyers of love is an action word. And I was like, that's so cool. Because I never really thought cool. of it that way. But yeah. Yeah. Love, love is an action. Uh, love's kind of that choice too because mm-hmm. you can absolutely not like someone and still choose to love them exactly everyone always treats love as an emotion nowadays yes and it's not very temporary right because emotions are something that literally never hold mm-hmm. you can only be happy for so long sad for so long mad for so long exactly it's not something you can keep up without being exhausted there's always something that can interfere but that love as a choice, love as an action, mm-hmm. I mean, done. That's it. That's it's a it. game changer. Yeah. Do you have a favorite verse that think of besides the be still or anything like that that makes you think of the grounding or being? Um, That's the biggest one right now. But probably 1 Corinthians 13, 13, I feel like with love as an action word. I literally Perfect. have it hanging on my wall. <laughs> because it is like love is patient, love is kind. That's being grounded again I feel like it just all goes back to one another and ties in which is I think the best part about the bible is the lack of contradictions like everything just agrees with each other everything's so simple yeah have you ever just (laughs) sat there and read stories you're just like why are you doing that like (laughs) stop doing that and then you look at your own life and you're just like why are you doing that? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Half the time when I'm preparing the messages, looking at a different women of the Bible, I go, stupid. <laughs> and then I go, yes. oh, wait, it's me. <laughs> yes, I'm like called out. <laughs> uh, do you have any other things you would tell anybody about being grounded or any other thoughts that were on your heart about it? I feel like we hit most of it, but just always remember to be firm in your faith. The Lord's going to come through, and although it just, may feel like you're in a constant state of chaos things do pull together for how he wants it to and when you can just set yourself aside and be of him then it's going to be the best life that we can achieve in this world because this one's going to be rough but the best we can do is at least have him by our side nothing's going to be smooth sailing but i think the best adventures come in the unexpected as well Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining in today and having this awesome message. Thank you so much for having me, Grace. And thanks to all of you guys for listening and supporting this podcast. Just reached over a thousand listens last week, and that's super exciting. Don't forget to keep on rating the podcast, leaving reviews, following social media accounts, and keeping on supporting this ministry. Next time we're going to be talking about Tabitha when we're back in our Bible study, but then after that we'll have more guest episodes, and I hope that everyone enjoys them, and I hope to see all of you guys then. If you have any questions about today's episode, the Bible, or anything else, I'd be happy to answer it as best as I can. And if you haven't heard it today, God loves you. I love you. I love you. You are important, you have worth, and you have a purpose. Signing off, Chloe. Bye. Bye.